Kid Dave, tell everybody who this uh, this guest is that we have on today. So my wife went to see Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. And she goes, you got to get this guy on. His name is Dilla. Dilla. So I, I did okay. a little research. Yeah. You know, because I'm a journalist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. People always <laughs> say that about you. And his name is Sherman Thomas, but he goes by Dilla. He's yeah. got like 80... Plus thousand TikTok followers. I guess that's yeah. this TikTok thing is something the kids do. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's got. He's talking to Netflix, and what he does is he does he posts videos about Chicago history. Yeah, and not the the touchy feely history all the time either. I mean, Chicago has a lot of grit. Yeah, and it's just it's he's just wonderful, and we're just so happy to have him on. I, well, I actually, uh, you know, you sent me down a rabbit hole today mm-hmm. because we're having him on and sent me a bunch of this stuff. And I, here's a here's a sample of one of his TikTok mm-hmm. videos just to give you an idea. Yo, what's up? It's your favorite neighborhood historian, Dilla. I thought today was a good day to remind you why Chicago is the greatest city on earth. First up, the homie Dick Biondi, a longtime staple on Chicago radio. You can thank Dick Biondi for being the first DJ in America to play the Beatles. And we all know the history of Beatles mania. Next up is the classic Murphy's Bed. And no, Chicago didn't invent the Murphy's Bed, but Chicago when Sarah E. Good did invent the folding cabinet bed, which is a precursor of the Murphy's Bed. And since we're on the subject of inventions that make our lives easier, I thought I'd let you know that it was another dope Chicago woman that invented the dishwasher. Chicago when Josephine Cochran premiered her invention at the 1893 Columbian World's Exposition. And even though I was the dishwasher in my house, it's still a pretty dope invention. If you're traveling across the country, you can tell someone what time to pick you up and they'll be on time because Chicago set the nation's time zones. Greatest city on earth. There's just some examples of the sorts of things that he can talk to us about. And we are both uh, Chicago historians of note. We're yeah. doing Dub Podcast. <laughs> well, we own a uh, publishing company that does Chicago sure. books, and we've done a lot of Chicago history, so we're very excited about having Dilla on. But uh, first, we have to hear some of this other fine old pie show. So, Lou, what's the deal with horsepower? I mean, we don't use horses anymore. Well, we like horses, and that's how it started, so these are our new ponies. At least we're living in the golden age of horsepower and doing our best to enjoy it like we do on the Car Guys Report and Formed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You really think you can feed like 700 horses, Mark? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Okay, his name is Sherman Thomas, but to the gazillions of TikTok fans, he is known as Dilla. Welcome to the show, Dilla. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me. As lifelong Chicagoans, Dave and I uh, wanted to have you on to salute you for helping get the word out about this incredible history that we have from this great city. And I know that it started out as a project for you uh, with your daughter. Can you tell us a little bit about the origin of your TikTok sensation? <laughs> it's so funny when people call me. That. I'm like, who are they talking about? <laughs> it's you, man. It's just oh, TikTok. Man. These kids, I don't know what this TikTok thing is. Tell us oh, about it. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's, but it kind of was that, right? Uh, at the time, my daughter was eight, and she was like, hey, Dad, I want to get on this thing called TikTok. 
And I had seen a little bit of it in the news. And I'm, I'm like one of those parents. I'm not going to necessarily say no immediately. Right. I, I, I'll join it with you and then we'll, we'll see where it goes. And so, you know, she's a little young to manage her own page and say, okay, well, I'll start one. And you can use my phone and TikTok your life away. But I don't know if you guys remember when the when the app first came, it was all about like dads and daughters yep, doing yep, these right. choreographed yep. dances. And uh, so she was like, hey, dad, you got to do these dances with me. <laughs> and I, and I, I try to be like the, you know, cool dad or whatever and so we we do those videos and like four people would watch it 10 views or oh, something wait a like minute. that you've got videos of you dancing out there i gotta oh, see I, those I, I pulled them i certainly oh. pulled them <laughs> so is it like gangnam style or what what kind of dancing those is it? all that stuff man any, any of the trends and so i noticed that like she'd be sad you know she like spend an hour trying to teach me a dance and then the dance didn't look so good so they didn't get the views and she was sad and i, I said hey babe if you want to get views you're like really, really cute. You're articulate. Let me teach you Chicago stuff. People from Chicago love Chicago stuff. And and they'll watch it and you'll get the views. And she was like, yeah, nobody want to watch that nerdy stuff. <laughs> I, I, I remember her storming off so disappointed that I had suggested it. And so I, I started doing it to kind of, you know, one, put something other than dancing in front of her, not that there's anything wrong with dancing, but also kind of like get her to do it. I, I still right now believe it's, if it was her instead of me, she would have triple the views. Right. That I had. You're probably right you know about I mean? that. Uh, so that's that's how we started, though. So do you flex on her? Go, look how many likes I got. <laughs> it's like the opposite now. Now people stop me to take a selfie and she'll grab them and say, no, you need to take a picture of me because I <laughs> made him famous. <laughs> I'm the muse. <laughs> you know, I, lo- I love the fact that you, 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 you come at this from a real genuine love of Chicago, but what I really love is how you obviously aren't afraid of pointing out some, you know, we've got some dubious history, let's be honest, you know, and, yeah. and there's a lot of that. Um, so I, I just, I love the honesty and I love the, you know, how credible and genuine it is. but tell us the story of your dad and why he refused to drive on the highways and the tollways oh, of Chicago. <laughs> well, he, he jumped on a tollway and I, I guess it's like, we were on our way to Great America or something. It, it wouldn't be – you can't avoid it, right? We're not right. going to take yeah, yeah. that all the way up there. But if we were going from south side or west side or downtown. He would not get on the expressways. And it's because of the displacement, particularly the 290 displacement. We get our expressways uh, completed late 50s, early 60s, and that's right after uh, they kind of have reversed their racial covenants. Mm-hmm. And so black folks in the city are now starting to become property owners. And so his family having had to rent for the whole, their entirety of being in Chicago, finally had the money to acquire a house, but then urban development comes oh. and not just him, but other, other neighbors and, and, and people that, that they grew up with had their houses taken from eminent domain. And what a lot of people don't realize about that, like we, we kind of phrase eminent domain as this thing that where, you know, they buy it for two, three times what it works. So you make off. We got to remember, like, books at that time were, and still now a little bit, right? They were getting their houses undervalued. Right. And so even if they just bought something uh, three times due to eminent domain, which that didn't happen for black folks, it was, you know, whatever they gave you, right. it still was undervalued. And it was so, and because of redlining, it was like really, really impossible to rebuy that house again because how are you going to get that 20% again? And so because of that and other reasons, he, he didn't drive expressways. But that taught me the city in a way that I don't think a lot of people realize. We we all jump on the expressway to get somewhere quicker, and we miss all of the yeah. architecture in the neighborhood, all of the 
different nooks and crannies. And so I'm so happy he lived like that because I learned the city like the back of my hand driving around with him. That's wonderful. Yeah, I like the uh, the the politeness of the term "eminent domain." <laughs> yeah, like you know, yeah. it just sounds it sounds so swell. Right, right. Like, so, uh, throw a bunch of syllables there; yeah. they won't know what we're doing. It, it, it yeah. can't be bad. <laughs> it sounds like a nice thing. Uh, you know. Anyway, I, I studied Chicago history for years myself because I, I wrote a book about uh, the the Cubs, the history of the Cubs. Are and you I, a Sox fan, Dilla? I am. Yeah, yeah. Get, get ready for so, too so, much. Well, Cubs no, stuff listen, right I, now. Dave's a Sox fan too. <laughs> but the the reason I bring it up is because. In studying the history of the of the team, you had to study about the history of the city and what was going on during that time. And I was shocked to learn some of the things that I learned, like yeah. you know about the Haymarket riot, the way the lakefront was formed with garbage, you know the incredibly shady characters that we had as mayors. How much of the stuff that you're sharing with us is stuff that you already knew or learned, like the stuff that your dad taught you, or how much of it is stuff that you're learning now as you're researching it uh, to do these TikTok videos? That's a great, absolutely amazing question. I'm glad you asked. Don't give him any credit. He's a Cub fan. Don't don't be giving him any credit. Cub fans are people, too. Well, you know, one, just even even as being like a Cub fan, it makes us all Chicago White Stockings fans, right? Because oh, very the good. That's good history. Both teams, original, original names, right? So we, we share a history of that. Yeah. I would say maybe the, and this is going to sound like a flex, and I don't want it to, but probably the first 50 videos I did was stuff I already knew, you know? And, that I, and to be honest, I was shocked people didn't know it, you know? Uh, the story of Streeterville, right, and and, and George Streeter, yeah. you know, refusing to move, or like you say, a lot of people don't know that when you're riding on Lakeshore Drive, you're riding on landfill. You yeah, know? It, there was no EPA, so after the Great Fire of 1871, everything that got burned got threw in the lake, and we we drive on it every day. Uh, so, so the first, I'd say, 50, 60 videos was stuff I already knew, and then once I seen that, okay, people like this. Now I'm looking for content, and uh, nowadays I, I research. But uh, thankfully, some really, really awesome other historians, other teachers, people send me messages by the hundreds. I get at least 200 DMs a week wow. of Chicago suggestions on what my next story should be. And some of them I appreciate and I think are cool, and I'll, like, draw out the string. Some of them, you know, I've told already in person, just hasn't scrolled my page. And then some of them are like, Lies yeah, that we, wrong. we, uh, <laughs> we push out, and I'm like, yeah, I can't let that come out my mouth. <laughs> yeah, legends, really, probably, as opposed to truth. Yeah, that too, yep. I, I read an interview you did, on, I don't know what it was, and you were pitching a Chicago version of Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire, focusing on both the black and the white crime bosses of the era. And I think that's just think- a great idea. That one's good. So the one I have now that's, uh, man, I get to like say in, it, not in production is after you write the pilot. So I'm writing a pilot for uh, something now that they absolutely love and are thrilled with. And I'm using this story to give myself credit to tell the longer version of the story. I, and, you know, this I can say because I, I honestly don't think anyone will be able to do a better job of it. But I want to tell the story of. Uh, Richard J. Daly and John H. Johnson at the same time. Oh, cool! And by doing that, you you cover. You know, Richard Daly was mayor for all the crime bosses, right? You know, yeah. with the exception of like Al Capone, but he was in the state legislator when when a big tune in them was running the show. And same thing with uh, Bob Johnson, uh, John H. Johnson, I should say. We we talk about him and Ebony and Jet, but we don't talk about like a lot of that funding he got came from the number runners. 
uh, of black Chicago, you know, that you, you, because of the nature of the world, you couldn't get your business financed the normal way. So you had to go through the black number runners if you were in Bronzeville. And so just those things as the backdrop behind their lives, I think would be amazing. That is awesome. That is absolutely <laughs> just fantastic. You know, there's so many stories like that in Chicago history that can be transformed into like a TV series. Like if you ever watch, uh, is it NBC? They have, oh, you know, like Chicago, Chicago Fire, 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 Chicago Med, Chicago PD. I love, I love Chicago podiatrists. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this would be way more interesting. There's stories about Chicago history, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think so. I'll give you one of the things that, that I kind of have people sold on the idea. A lot of people don't realize that this happened. And, uh, we know that Chicago invented softball or 16 inch softball, but at its invention, we were crazy about it. So it was called indoor baseball, and all the high schools played it. A uh, like 11 or 12 year old Richard J. Daly and his father, he was his father's only son, so his father, you know built it on him. So he took him to the indoor baseball championship game of 1910, where he got to, he got to meet for the first time ever. The star of the crane baseball team, one George Hallis. Wow. Cool. That is, (laughs) you know, we're, we're Chicago publishers and you should write a, you should write a book. You know, yeah. You know, we know a couple of movie, publishers. Movie, movie. Uh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, the real money's in paper, kid. <laughs> this digital thing ain't gonna last, buddy. Right. No, I, I, uh, I'm working on a book too because what I'm, what, um, I don't say anything about it because right, I'm super appreciative. But what I'm, when people say the TikTok historian, I immediately want to say, well, I'm just a historian who's using right, TikTok. Right. Right. But what I know will fix that is a published work. Second. Mm-hmm. I have it published work as a historian that'll kind of like give me that credence. And so we're working on a series of hundred Chicagoans. You should know I'm a black dude, right? So I'm writing about the black ones first. Cause I already got like a lot of, you know what? You guys deserve it. Yeah. You deserve it. Right? You know, we, we can get the first book, right? But I want to do a hundred black Chicagoans. You should know 100 German Chicagoans. You should know 100 Polish Chicagoans. You should know. And I want to make that a series. Um, and doing that, I think it kind of like will unify us, right? We kind of look at everybody's history as it, you know, the Puerto Ricans in Humboldt Park only belongs to them, and that's they should only be proud of. And we all should be proud that uh, Pasal Boricua is the only officially recognized Puerto Rican neighborhood in the country. That should make us all proud. Same way Bronzeville should make us proud. Same way the Stockyards of Bridgeport should make us proud. Yeah, you know when you get to the hundred uh, bald Jewish guys, you give me a call, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't need to be number one. Give yeah. me sixty-two, yeah. sixty-three, number whatever. Sixty-two, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, you I don't even need a the... cool picture for the book. <laughs> now, you recently appeared on another Chicago institution, which is wait, wait, don't tell me. Uh, oh, man, you know, great. that must have been something. What was that experience like? First of all, I'm like, I was okay at basketball. I don't think I would have made it to the NBA, though. Um, and I said, again, as we famously know, I can't dance or rap. So I, I never thought I'd have the occasion for an audience to applaud me. Even <laughs> just, just walking out to 1,500 people yeah. clapping was so amazing. I bet. And then uh, uh, Peter, and of course, like, dude, you, you can't go uh, uh, wrong. 
I'm, I'm on an interview. You can't go wrong with with just Chicago Luminaries. You know, Bill Curtis yeah, saying that he was proud of me. He's like, oh my god. I know. We we Bill had, Curtis. Yeah. How are you? We you know we had Bill Curtis on on the air. I don't know uh, a year ago. <laughs> Every three minutes is something un- one on one unbelievable thing that he's done after yeah. another. You right, know, know, it's uh, you know I wrote this book and I you yeah. know he's like a renaissance man, like you. If this was still the nineties, I'd have had him do my voicemail for me. Like this is Bill Curtis, <laughs> yeah. you're calling Dilla. <laughs> uh, you know, so you've caught the attention of Netflix. Wait, we, we talk to us a little bit about that. It's somehow connected to the, the Chicago, Chicago party, party ant. ant. Is that right? Yeah. So he, I'm glad you asked that too, because he. So we used. Netflix is like interchangeable for streaming. Okay. So Chris Chris Witoski has a production company and they present they put Chicago Party on on Netflix. And so they already have the working relationship and they are in discussions with my uh show that I'm writing with them. But I say that to say Netflix ain't wrote nobody a check. And so yeah, right. Apple or Hulu or whoever says, oh, no, we'll put this out today. Right. But we, we uh, uh, they're like creating decks and like I'm getting letters of what LOI letters of intention from people who actually want to play the things I'm writing. It's, it's wow. all going so fast. I'm um, I'm just trying to keep my head down and not mess it up. Wow. Before we continue any further with Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to free kicks with adam and rick and that's on the radio misfits podcast network free kicks a tony lasano podcast opie show on the radio misfits podcast network great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radio misfits.com okay back to our guest on minutia men celebrity interview so you're working full-time as well right i mean you've got a full-time i am uh yeah well to Three full-time gigs, you ask me. I'm on the phone with you guys right now, having just <laughs> yeah. picked up my four-year-old who is dying to make all the noise in the world. Oh, that's, so that's, that's probably like... We understand. Oh, that's fine. I'm, <laughs> that's a, there. <laughs> I'm a father of seven, so I would consider that my first full-time job. But yeah, I, I'm an area operator for the light company in Chicago, ComEd. I work downtown, Central Business uh, District, and I, uh, I do inspections. I work on the distribution and transmission side oh. of the grid. And you have seven kids. And seven kids and a fan wife. Don't forget the fan wife. Yeah, right, and right. and a TikTok channel and a Netflix right. deal possibly. And, and, and you're a neighborhood tour. Yeah, a possible yeah. book. Don't uh, forget the tours. You can book a neighborhood tour with me, chicagomahogany.com. Right now we have standard tours out of Bridgeport, Bronzeville, Pullman, and Roseland, but we're expanding this year to include Inglewood and Chatham. Wow. That's that awesome. And what's the website on that? Uh, chicagomahogany.com all right and if people want to follow you dilla what's the best way to do it i'm on all social media platforms the number six f-i-g-g-a underscore dilla six figure dilla oh (laughs) i love that and and you're on and that's tiktok that's what twitter instagram twitter uh yep okay 
Well, this has been fun talking to you and, you know, keep up the good work. You're doing a great job on your videos and, and, and we look forward to seeing what happens yeah, next. Yeah, and um, email, email me your address. We actually have a book on Dick Allen coming out in a couple oh, of weeks. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be, Absolutely. Yeah, we'll send me your email and we'll be happy to send it out to you. I'm, I'm going to do just that. Looking forward to it. I'll take all the free stuff I can get. <laughs> oh, I didn't say free. Be, they'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll, you'll be invoiced. Yeah, there'll be an invoice, but, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, my address, 121 North LaSalle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to Bill Curtis. Yeah. Care of Bill Curtis. <laughs> well, take care of that family. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dylan. Hey, thank you, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. 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 Doesn't he just sound like the kind of guy <laughs> oh, you can hang out with? Well, I think if we're going. I think he's... Well, Kurt Elling is now my BFF. He's, All right, you're going to sign him. Yeah, Dylan's right. now my second BFF. You're, we got to sign him to Eckhart's uh, Press. Okay. All we'll right. We'll That's do. your project. Okay. Make we'll it happen. Do. We'll do. Because uh, I want to be in that 100 bald Jews, Jewish guy. <laughs> the motivation is there. Uh, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again soon with another brand new episode of Minutia Event Celebrity Interview. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Rick. I'm Dave. And we're the hosts of the Minutia Men podcast. Rick is the former executive producer of two Hall of Fame radio shows. Dave is an out-of-the-box thinker, a guerrilla marketer, and former advertising agency. We've been friends for 40 years. I was the best man at Dave's wedding. Yeah, you were an okay man at best. Was that really necessary? Minutia Men and Opie Show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. (laughs)